0: Section 70 of United States Senate Election Expulsion and Censure Cases, 1793 to 1990, by Ann M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joanne Turner. Case 68, John T. Morgan, 1824 to 1907, Alabama. Election Case, March 5, 1877, to March 8, 1877. Issues. Reconstruction. Challenge to legislature's authority to elect. Chronology. Resolution submitted March 5, 1877. Senate vote March 8, 1877. Result. Seated. Background. As the Reconstruction era drew to a close, Alabama Democrats effectively solidified their position in the state government. The party took advantage of the infighting among Republicans to gain control of political institutions throughout the state. Although the Senate had taken three years to resolve an earlier contested Alabama election during Reconstruction, see Case 62, There was far less difficulty in 1877 when the state sent to Washington John T. Morgan, Democrat, a former general in the Confederate Army. Statement of the case. On March 5, 1877, an objection was raised to seating John Morgan, and his credentials were ordered to lie on the table. The protest came from Alabama's other senator. Republican George E. Spencer, who charged that in 1876, state Democrats had succeeded in altering apportionment, setting registration requirements and changing election laws in ways that effectively disenfranchised Republicans and black voters. Response of the Senate. On March 8, Spencer again took the floor to deplore the government's indifference in failing to protect the rights of black people. He concluded forcefully, let the Senate of the United States, by its rejection of this applicant, give to the good citizens of Alabama the assurance that the color line, the conflict of race, will rapidly disappear to be replaced by political issues which will tend only to the improvement and the happiness of the people. While agreeing with Spencer that the 1876 election had been fraudulent, Oliver H.P.T. Morton, Republican of Indiana, chairman of the Privileges and Elections Committee, explained that he could not support Spencer because, in his judgment, Morgan had a sound prima facie case and therefore, according to Senate precedents, should be seated. Any questionable matters could be investigated subsequently. Morton, nevertheless, quoted extensively from an investigative report the Senators had received that morning that had uncovered widespread fraud in the Alabama election. He wryly noted, That if the current investigation received the same response the Senate had given to a similar report on 1873 voting frauds in Louisiana, Morgan would not be seated. Recognizing the changed mood of the Senate, however, he acknowledged Morgan's clear claim to the seat. The Senate agreed by voice vote, and Morgan was sworn in. Conclusion. The seating of John T. Morgan marked the end of a particularly vitriolic era in Senate debate, the Reconstruction of the Southern States. The composition of the Senate was changing, and a new generation of senators was turning its attention to other matters. John Morgan belonged to the new era. A powerful advocate of American expansionism who fought to build a canal across Central America. He served in the Senate until his death in 1907. End of Case 68 and of Section 70